It is time for business now, and our uh, business reporter Anand Zaki is with me. Kia ora, Anand. Scales Corporation has chosen pet food over apples. Kia ora, Charlotte. Yes, Scales is expanding its pet food investments with a 50% ownership stake in a newly established European ingredient processing operation. The new company, Esro Pet Food BV, will be partly owned by the Dutch-based animal byproduct processing company, Esro Food Group. Scales is providing lending facilities for a combined $27 million loan to fund two processing plants based in Europe for the new company. Managing Director Andy Borland says growing demand for pet food in Europe offers more growth opportunities than traditional horticulture ventures. The consumption of uh, pet food uh, by pets is growing um, annually. Uh, it is a pretty good clip, so the, the, the prospects for the industry are strong, and you know, we're really uh, enjoying and participating in that growth. So we sort of see it as a, as a logical move. Where we've got the expertise in the industry. You know, we know the, the people in the industry and the technology that's used in the industry. Is, you know, we're, we're at the leading edge of that and you know, getting some good performance out of our businesses. So we just want to continue that in another part of the globe. Managing Director Andy Borland expects the first plant to be operational later this year. He says the investment is unlikely to impact the company's earnings until the plant is operating at full capacity from next year. The Commerce Commission has fleshed out what it expects to focus on in the banking market study it's just started. Commission Chair John Small says the primary focus will be on deposit accounts and home loans as indicators of competition. Nona Peltier has more. Dr Small says the Commission wants to understand whether a lack of competition in personal banking is making New Zealand banks more profitable than others. He says research shows New Zealand banks are more profitable than in comparable markets overseas and wants to know why. Among the issues will be whether bundled personal banking services, such as insurance, hinders competition. It will also look at the range and quality of products available, including fees, interest charges and services. Other matters include the role of innovation or the lack of it in promoting competition. The Commission is inviting feedback from the public as well as banks and finance companies. A fall in property values have knocked the bottom line for specialist medical property investor Vital Healthcare, but revenue is up, it's raising rents largely to match inflation, and it has a portfolio of long-leased properties. The after-tax loss for the year ended June was $152 million, compared to last year's $303 million profit, the difference largely being a $205 million drop in property values because of rising interest rates. The company has a $3 billion portfolio of private hospitals, a specialist medical facilities and aged care, with about two-thirds of its business in Australia and the balance in New Zealand. Vital's New Zealand fund manager Aaron Hockley says the environment is challenging, but there's plenty of demand for their type of real estate. We see the most opportunities in southeast Queensland and New Zealand at the moment, which is really uh, a function of uh, public facilities not keeping up with population growth uh, in either of those markets. Uh, significant underinvestment from both private and public operators, and so us being able to fill that gap, respond to that demand. So what are the opportunities for you in New Zealand in particular? So we're focused across the country. I mean, we've got a significant uh, rebuild of Wakefield Hospital at Wellington. 
Uh, we've recently expanded Bowen Hospital in Wellington and we're about to uh, uh, reband and ex- rebuild and expand Bullcott Hospital uh, in, in Lower Hutt. Um, so that, that region will be well serviced by us. We see significant opportunities in Christchurch and Auckland uh, and then we've got other opportunities everywhere from Whangarei to, to Queenstown as well. That's Vital Healthcare Fund Manager Aaron Hockley talking to Giles Beckford. And a substantial shareholder notice issued to the NZX from the US investment firm BlackRock, disclosing a 6.5% stake in Vital Healthcare has been withdrawn at the request of the company. No explanation has been given. The country's concrete industry has launched a plan targeting net zero carbon emissions by 2050. Strategies to help the industry reach its target include carbon capture and increasing the use of waste as alternative fuels and raw materials to make cement clinker. Concrete New Zealand Chief Executive Rob Gamester says it's a collective industry effort and the sector is committed to help mitigate climate change. He says based on its roadmap, the industry can achieve a 44% decrease in carbon emissions from 2020 levels by 2030 and ultimately net zero by 2050. He says it's serious about its plans. We're going to look at reducing the carbon footprint of the cements that we use in New Zealand. We're going to partially replace some cement um, with low-carbon cementitious materials. We're looking at the way we design concretes as well. Um, to make sure that's optimised. And one thing we're going to do is account for carbon uptake. So concrete absorbs uh, carbon dioxide, and that's significant. And that's now been recognised by the UN's uh, Intergovernment Panel for Climate Change. And Rob Gamester says a low-carbon concrete is already available and hopes to see greater use. Well, time now for an update from the financial markets, and we're joined by Malika King of Craig's Investment Partners. Good afternoon, Malika. Kia ora, Anan. Look, it's been a soggy few days on the NZX, hasn't it, for the top 50. Uh, how's it looking today? Uh, yeah, today we're flat on the NZX uh, 50. We're up just five points at 11,843 points. Looking at the NZX 10, A2 milk's down 11 cents at 5.51. No change for Auckland Airport at $8.33. EBOS is up 15 cents at $35.85. Fletcher Building's up 6 cents at $5.45. Fisher & Paykel Healthcare's down 8 cents at $23.43. Infratil's down 2 cents at $9.92. Main Freight's up 45 cents at $67.50. Meridian's down two cents at five forty eight. Ryman's down three cents at six sixty one, and Sparks flat at five dollars sixteen. Okay, uh, how's it looking in Australia? Uh, they're down very slightly, down uh, nine points at seven thousand three hundred and twenty nine points on the S and P um, two hundred. Um, ANZ's down seven cents at twenty five thirty six. BHP's up twenty three cents at forty five seventy three. CBA's down a dollar sixteen at one hundred and three dollars sixty nine. NAB's down thirteen cents at twenty eight fifty one. Rio's down two dollars eighty two at one hundred and ten dollars. Westpac's down eleven cents at twenty one dollars ninety five. And Zero's down two dollars seventy nine at one hundred and nineteen dollars twenty two. And that takes us to the New Zealand dollar. Uh, a little stronger in this morning's trading, we're buying 60.55 US cents, 92.67 Australian, 47.62 pence, 55.18 euro cents, 
87.09 yen and 4.37 yuan. And finally, interest rates, oil and gold. 90-day bank bills are at 5.645%. The five-year swaps at 4.84% and the 10-years at 4.7%. Brent crude's $89.58 US a barrel and spot gold's $1,915 US an ounce. Thank you, Malika. That's Malika King of Craig's Investment Partners with our market update. Just enough time to tell you that Contact Energy is releasing an open tender for long-term wholesale electricity contracts in response to a surge in requests from businesses. Contact with its subsidiary Simply Energy is inviting interested parties to submit a proposal for up to 50 megawatts of electricity via hedge contracts for at least five years, starting from 2024. Contact Chief Executive Mike Fuge says the open tender is aimed to meet meet growing demand from businesses wanting long-term electricity contracts to meet their decarbonisation targets. It says as the country's leading developer of baseload renewable geothermal electricity, Contact is in a unique position to respond to unprecedented demand. Meanwhile, the gas sector wants a renewable gas industry as part of the mix of energy options and moves to cut carbon emissions. Gas NZ Chief Executive Janet Carson says the government's just-released gas transition plan issues paper gives a strong signal that gas has a role in energy transition. The paper focuses on the potential for use of natural gas and LPG. Ms Carson says 2 million people use gas and the move and the more future options the better. And we'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers for you around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that is business. Kia ora. Thank you very much, Anan. A pleasure as always.